And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you courtesy of our Patreon supporters. Want to support the show? Become a Patreon member. Thank you, thank them. Now enjoy the show. Round one is over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids, sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That we all started by a month. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Bunch of madness around here. Hello and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. My name is Jason. Those two amazing guys right there, Mike and Justin, are joining me tonight. Joining us tonight. Tonight, guys, we got an incredible show tonight, and it will be awesome for the whole family, I promise. Well, if I don't promise, send all your hate mail to Justin. Anyways, Justin, Mike, guys, how are you doing tonight? Because I personally am really excited to see you guys, and I'm ready to talk Disney. And as our shows progress... Man, I'm getting more and more excited for Mike because he's got a trip coming up. And I am telling you, I'm on pins and needles. I'm excited. So I, I'm really like amping up my Disney energy every show we get closer to it. So, Mike, if you don't mind, my friend, how you doing, brother? There's nothing better on a gloomy day, on a bad work day, than waking up, looking at your phone, and seeing that you have a countdown on the horizon. Yes, and, uh, yes. As, as more and more things are popping up, more and more people in our Disney group are having uh you know, having countdowns popping up, and I'm so excited. Uh, more and more things are starting to open. I, I have a couple of other vacations that are planned on the uh, on the horizon. So, anytime you have something forward to look, anything, anytime you have something forward to look, something to look forward to, it's great because it kind of takes that monotony of the day out and kind of you know daydream in your car a little bit of what you're going to be doing. And man, I have something great coming up planned going to Disney, and it's been a very long time, so long overdue. Yeah, dude, I can't believe it. You're finally there, dude. It's I, it's been one of those things too, where I feel like every time you've booked a trip, Jay and I are like the cheerleaders on the sidelines. You know, Jay's the better looking one, but I'm more the more energetic one. You know, doing the hiking. I would be the cheerleader that I guess gets thrown in the air. You know, a flyer. I'm a flyer. Is that what it's called? You're a flyer. Yeah. Okay. You're a flyer. And what's Jay? Jay would be a a, a base. A, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's what they call. I'm, listen, I'm, I have a house full of cheerleaders. Okay. Believe me, I know right. I can name stunting and roundoffs and handsprings and all the other good stuff that goes along with cheerleading and one man's and yeah. Well, no, I, 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 what would you I, be? I have a lot of good cheerleading knowledge. Put it. That what way. would you, you be? Me? Oh, I'd be a base. So is you, I could base the whole. So thing. as you two are yeah, basing I, me, and and I'm flying through the air, screaming, you know, <laughs> Mike's going to Disney, you know, uh, yeah. So yeah, dude, super excited for you. Um, I wish you all were here, though. I could really use you all. Um, <laughs> basing you. Basing me, literally. Because I've been trying to build this outdoor kitchen. Yeah. And I, hey, I'm excited about that. I'm I'm a little worried because I've been asking for the before pictures, and I haven't gotten any yet. So I'm afraid that it's still a scrap of wood in the backyard, and Just, you're not even close. I so, um, yeah. you know, normally by this time, I don't know, you're three weeks in, you would have something assembled. I'm starting to either believe that you're not doing it or uh, you're just really embarrassed. Can, can you imagine? Here's the, here's the problem, though. So I can't work on it when Katie has worked the night before. So oh, how come I have a feeling it's Katie's walking around with the belt on, with the hammer, and pointing and directing at you? You you obviously you can't do it at all unless she's out there. You know what's I'm been, just you know what's been fun, man, is watching this 
<clears throat> so when I first started and I framed it up, watching her walk out and the look on her face like, there's no way you're going to be able to pull this <laughs> off. You know what I mean? <laughs> but gradually, I think she's getting to where she can see the okay. vision, you know, of, vision, what, of right? what I've got in my head. So, have we'll little man. faith, huh? Yeah, but I could really use you guys. This has been a definitely a that learning. That would have been experience. a fun project, man. It would have been a fun, fun girl and all weekend project. I would see. I like how you said weekend. This is going on like legit three weeks, and I'm still. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I haven't even started sanding and stuff yet. Yeah. So, uh, it'll okay. be good. Um, but yeah, man, Mike, dude, I'm I'm so excited for. It. What are you most excited for? Take away Star Wars. What are you most excited for? Uh, Star Wars. You got to take that away. <laughs> uh, I, I think walking down Main Street again. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because it's been yeah, July be. 2000. The, le- the last time I walked down Main Street, I was hand in hand with YouTube, gentlemen. <laughs> well, it's not going to be as good as last time then. So you might as well no. temper no. your expectations. That's, that's my <laughs> last fondest memory of, of Main Street was walking down with you two guys. Okay. On that hot, hot day where our uh, <laughs> skin was blistering. You know what you got to do? Hot. You got to just find two random dudes that look something like us. <laughs> and then take a video of you walking down Main Street holding their hands. Yeah. yeah. Grab Gaston and uh, Tinkerbell. And, that uh, sounds like a park <laughs> band to me. Rocket, man. I well, think that would be awesome. Well, I tell you, one thing that you definitely have planned a lot uh, is if you're going to Disney, especially right now, you have to make sure you're getting your dining right at 60 days. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have trips coming up. A lot of people are heading down for spring break, heading down first of the summer. And uh, dining is a huge, huge, huge uh, discussion around dinner tables and in people's mm-hmm. houses as they lead up to Disney trips. And it got to us talking this week about, you know, as we're looking at ADRs and as we're looking at dining, what are the 10 hardest advanced dining reservations to get on Disney property? Because some of them, not so bad. Now, we're going to talk pre-COVID. We're not going to talk, uh, you know, right now, because right now things are really tough. Guys, I can speak firsthand. For clients I have that I've gone on and done their 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 dining, some of the dining has been impossible at sixty days. I mean, impossible because you got to think some of these restaurants had limited seating before, and then now mm-hmm. it's space and there's even more limited seating, and it's just there's just no way. Is that sixty days from the start of your trip or sixty days from the day of dining? So it's sixty days from the start of your trip that you can start to okay. book. But here's the problem, Jay, is. Let's say you're going for a four-day trip, right? Mm-hmm. But before you get there, I'm there for an eight-day trip, and I get there four days before you. Well, now okay. I've got to do my dining for all eight days, and you've had to wait four days right. to, to book right. yours. So all these people have had access to those. And if you only have, let's say, per hour and a half, they're gonna, where they typically would seat, I don't know, just to give an easy number, 200 tables, right, mm-hmm. in an hour and a half. Now they're only seating... 40. Well, now, dude, the the reservations are gone before you even get a chance to book at 60 days. Unless and you're Disney moving that only, thing out farther into your trip. So Right, and and Disney only recognizes, correct me if I'm wrong, uh 10 days for domestic. Yeah, Is that that's right? right? So yeah. 10 days. So if I'm down there for 22 days, I actually have three trips. Yeah. A 10 day or a 10 day or a 2 day. Right. Correct? Right. Unless you're overseas, right? Then you get 14. Yeah, I think it's 14. You get a l- yeah, little bit one. of a cushion there from the UK or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I've never, Justin, it's, I've never heard more people right now post COVID um, complain about getting dining than ever before. Like, it, it's impossible right now for a lot of these, these places. Well, you know so. what I feel bad for, man? I've had some friends recommend people um, and they've booked trips going on spring mm-hmm. break, but they booked them three weeks ago. And I went, <laughs> There's no dining available. <laughs> There's Disney Springs dining, and that is it. 
There's a food court at Pop, man. It's, it's doable. Like, if you do quick service, you're fine. But there's yeah. no dining available uh-uh. for spring break right now. I mean, I don't know if you've seen, the parks are completely full. Yeah. There's no park availability. I got to have dining now, man. I mean, it, I, I, like, our first trip was quick service all the way around. And I, it was cool. It was fine. It was our Pop Century very first trip. But now I have to have a sit-down restaurant at least once a day. That is my break. Yeah, that's what that we is do. my that my regroup. You know, it, it's a must. I absolutely have to have it. Well, we're heading down um, in two weeks and uh, staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And the only dining we were able to get because we did it last second was mm-hmm. at um, Raglan Road. Really, everything else is booked. Mike, that's you crazy. just did dining for your trip. How was it? I did, I did. And, you know, obviously, you know, post-COVID, it's definitely kind of limited. Uh, I only booked one thing so far, and it was the Edison, and that was one of the nights on t- that Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the the Friday night, I'm kind of by myself. The girls are going to be doing the cheer thing over the weekend, so I really, the, so the dining wasn't really an issue for me. It's going to kind of be catch-a-catch-can for myself. Uh, I have heard, you know, obviously post-COVID, what I've been seeing in a lot of the other Disney boards and communities, that the best the best opportunity to get something is the day before the day of because a lot of people have to cancel trips last minute or their plans change or something happens so and obviously with the rate of cancellations that are going on right now with hey you know a family member got sick or uh, had a quarantine or uh, something along those lines or they just couldn't make the actual trip Mm. it's actually it's actually now that it's post-covid easier to get reservations on the day of or the day before because the cancellations and there's less of it there's less i think i think they waived that cancellation policy too it used to be 24 hours or something like that i'm not 100 percent sure about that but i do know that now it's been a lot easier to get reservations day of so i think i'm just going to kind of wing it um i don't want to you know marry myself to going someplace on one of those particular days either especially if i'm doing stuff on my own um it's just, if, it's, if I'm eating by myself, I'm easy to please. Wherever I want to go, whether it's quick serve or whether it's if I want to run over to Springs, when you're kind of on your own terms, it's a little bit easier just to kind of pick and choose what you want. For one, I would marry myself. I love myself. <laughs> uh, but two, uh, yeah, man, it's it's tough. It's really difficult. And you're right. I mean, it's I guess if you're going on a last-minute trip and it's one of your first time Disney, you're not like, oh, my gosh, I got to eat at California Grill. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of off your radar. Um, but that's what this – that's what this uh, this – episode is all about is talking about our 10 hardest get ADRs. Um, and I think we've all either, either all three of us have eaten at each restaurant, but at least one of us have eaten at all of these. So we can give our experience on, on why we think these restaurants are hard to get. Uh, Jay, I'm going to start with you and I'm gonna start with, uh, um, and these are in no particular order. I'm gonna start with number one, uh, heading over to the poly and that's Ohana. Uh, Ohana can be a really difficult reservation to get, and like that's I said, that's a weird one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it. You can have a time frame where you go on a trip, and because uh, I like I like to visit with the management at my resort. Um, I mean, it's it, it's just I, I I feel like number one, it's nice to know to be in the loop, and and two, um, it it kind of gives me some insight on if I you know I'm like you know this isn't up to par over here what's going on and you know he'll like hey well we, we just revamped all this and we're trying to work through the stuff so I get a kind of an and look I have a vested interest to know what's going on right Ohana is definitely one of those where I mean you'll hear people say I get it every time and then you'll hear people say I can never get mm-hmm. this ADR um and I don't even think really it's a time of year aspect more than I just think it's dumb luck I really, I mean, sometimes, like when we were down there in January, you could not, this, the 
pre-COVID, you could not get in. When Rachel got smashed, her ankle clipped, we could not get in there. I mean, could not. And I had to pull a chit and have them make us a table, and they sent us up there special as a table um, to eat up there because we couldn't get an ADR up there. Yeah. I mean, it was just jam-packed. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's hit or miss, man. But then again, the food sometimes are hit and miss there. So I, I don't know if it goes through cycles where it's really busy and all of a sudden the food starts tapering off and then the word gets out and then people kind of forget about it. And all of a sudden they come back and the food is like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And then it does that. I, I don't know. I, I have no reason for why this is hit or miss. But it's, it is an impossible one sometimes. Is that a Wisconsin term? Pull a chit. With- oh, did I say that again? Yeah. Oh no, it's a Marine yep. Corps thing. Oh, huh. yeah. It's I, I, I'm I'm sorry. The first thing for anybody that's listening, we had to edit it out of the show because for for the like half the show, I was saying pulling a chit, and they're like, "Dude, you can't be saying that on the." I'm like, "I'm just pulling a chit." It's C H I T chit, as in you owe me. I like a um like oh Mike, what would be a, a an Italian or what would be a New York thing? Um, you know, kind of like the uh, courtesy cards or um, oh okay, gotcha. You know, oh, like like a, like, a, uh, like the police, uh, um, like a PBA card. Yeah, it's kind of like you know, hey, let me uh, let, let me scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, kind of thing, or um, it's a courtesy card, a courtesy card. Yeah, so a chit. Yeah, so it's uh, let me pull a chit. But anyways, there there it is. Uh, I yeah, didn't know what you were saying for the longest time, and now I thought it was C-H- a Wisconsin thing. C-H-I-T. I'm sorry. You, you know, if Riley got that, she would use that at school all the time. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ohana for me is, and it's weird too because. I'm not a huge Ohana fan. I like Ohanas. Um, but yeah, whenever I do go to get it, and he, here's the, the one thing I like to do is I like to take a break from the Magic Kingdom a lot. And it's yeah. easy to go to the Poly. Or like, mm-hmm. typically it's easy mm-hmm. to go to the Poly when the monorail's running. Um, right. But it's easy to go to the Poly. And that way you could go and have a nice dinner or, you know, and, and enjoy the, the kids can get up and be crazy. You don't have to worry about them being quiet right. and doing all that. Yep. Um, so I really enjoy it. Uh, definitely enjoy. And Ohana is definitely a tough one to do. Um, Mike, for our number two, let's go over to uh, to the Magic Kingdom. And uh, Cinderella's Royal Table. I mean, I, look, this is, I think, the creme de la creme of princess experiences at Disney. Have you done this with the girls? I have. It was on one of our first trips. I think it was uh, Sammy's first trip when she was only... Well, no, you know what? She was a couple years old because I have pictures of her sitting in a chair and she was petrified of the... Uh, you know, when, when the characters came around. I think it was the mice that, you know, that mm-hmm. run around the castle. And um, I have a picture of her sitting in her high chair and she's looking at me like, what is this? You know, she was completely petrified. But she was probably about two, maybe two or three when uh, when we did that. And uh, it was a one and done for me. I did a lot of uh, princess dinners, but we always did it over in Norway at Akashores, which was, to me, when it comes to doing a princess experience and that's what you're going for primarily you know especially when you have young daughters that you know really idolize those princesses those are you know who they're watching on dvds all the time and you know monopolizing your tv uh i always went over to norway that was kind of our go-to princess but it was one of those things where sarah uh, was one of her first trips where she did the bippity boppity boutique and then we went upstairs to have dinner so it was kind of a whole thing all together it was a really special day for her and um you know, she got the Cinderella dress, got to meet Cinderella, and then have dinner in the castle. So I'm sure, I mean, listen, as as a father, it was one of my favorite moments to see my daughter like that. And I'm sure Sarah remembers it, because I think Sarah was probably seven or eight at the time. And, um, you know, even if she didn't remember it, we have a lot of good pictures to uh, look back on. So uh, it was kind of one and done. I know the food's changed a little bit. I know it was quite expensive when we went. And... Um, 
Yeah, I know, Jay, you were there recently, and you said you were really happy with the food. To me, it was more of a the novelty of eating in a castle at the time. I've eaten better elsewhere, but I know you've said it's kind of changed. I thought it was great. I really did. I mean, I I, I can't, well, I mean, I, I would eat there again just for the food. I thought it was good. See, and you that's know, interesting, so, um, too, man, because I, I always thought, okay, see what you guys think about this. I think sometimes Disney has a tendency to mask mediocre dining with characters and they overcharge for it oh way it's on un, it's unfair and it's actually it, it's uh you know it's it's kind of a sore subject with me but i agree but you said it's fantastic i mean you said it was i thought really the, my, good. my food was absolutely i would take anybody there as a guest and and be confident that they would have a nice I'll, meal i'll have to try it again because i we haven't been there in a while because it is a hard adr to get and not only but is that, it worth it is you have to pay up front for it. Right. Well, yeah. And actually, that's to our benefit because then it's money that you we like can, to just be done with it. It's just gone. It's done. Yeah. yeah it's done. But we change mm-hmm. our, see, we change our plans so much at Disney mm-hmm. that. But that's one you really can't. See, I mean, that's one that you're like, you, you, you know, you're going to eat there. Right. And that's, that's just, and you should be excited. If you're not excited to eat there, to me, it's not worth the money. You know, the best thing we've ever done there was we did the villains dessert party oh, it's fun. during Mickey's Not So Scary one year. That was great. I mean, great. It was amazing. Dude, you're eating in the castle. Well, I mean, everybody has to do that once. Well, when we talk about that's why, why it's, it's the hardest ADR, that's why. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, it's not even the food. It's not even the, I mean, not even the princess. It's, that is the most photographed spot on planet Earth, and mm-hmm. you get to eat dinner inside there. And you get to ride up the elevator as a VIP. Yeah. Inside the castle, I mean the queen, the queen's chamber. I mean, this is amazing. It was, it's awesome. I, I, I love that experience. I, I'll just be honest with you. If I had um, girls that were really into Disney, I probably would eat there on every trip, or into princesses, I probably would eat there every trip. The night that we were there was the year that they were doing away the the night in the castle. You know, they would find the random family mm-hmm. in the park and they would do the giveaway. The family sitting next to us was the family that was staying in the castle that night. That's so cool, we started talking to the dad and the mom and, you know, the, the girls were all excited and, you know, I was jealous with every, you know, inch of my body. <laughs> I'm and, jealous um, sitting here and that was years ago. <laughs> he was he was flipping through his camera showing me because they'd already been up to the room. They dropped oh, their okay. bags. All, you know, they got cool. the stuff all taken care mm-hmm. of over there. So uh, it was cool because I got to see, I mean, I've seen them online, you you know, obviously, since you know, uh, going forward now, but uh, he was showing me then, you know, the bathrooms and the whole, the whole <laughs> getup that they had up there, which is really cool. But you know, secretly, I wanted to kind of knock him out. And uh, I'm surprised you did. Yeah, I'm me. surprised you didn't get a like a invitation to go. I say invitation with air quotes to get up there. And then all of a sudden, you guys would have assumed his name, and then they would have just found him the next afternoon, like duct tape in the in the room. You could have pulled an Arya. You could pulled an Arya Stark, man. Of of uh, you know, and and done the 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 change the faces, you know. That's yeah. for a different episode. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's for patron. <laughs> That's the patron side. We talk about the dark side of the castle. Um, well, I'm going to take us over uh, to another castle in the Magic Kingdom. This is something I've done very, very recently, and it is one of the hardest uh, reservations to get on property, that is for sure, and that is eating with the beast at Be Our Guest Castle. Um, when they built this, I knew instantly this was going to be a hard ADR, not for the short term, but for infinite i mean it's always going to be tough because everyone wants to be inside of that movie i think it's probably the most iconic movie disney's done in the modern era what i like to call the modern era of uh Mm -hmm. of animation um when you talk about beauty and the beast i mean it really did save animation for the disney company 
and also it's what we all kind of grew up with. Uh, I I love the ambiance of Be Our Guest. I'm not huge on the food, um, but I will book it just to go and to see the beast and you know to see Bell and and to to have that whole experience. So I can understand why it is a super hard ADR to get. See, that's where I'll disagree with you because like I'll stand by it. That steak was fantastic. However, I'm the opposite. I don't think it's worth two credits to, for that atmosphere just to see the beast. I, I think I, that's this is a prime example of um, if I'm paying uh, – when I say two credits, you guys know what I mean, right? I'm, I'm paying a, a, a premium for a meal, all right? Um, the meal should have been perfect. Like, you know, you said you had a bad experience. For the amount of money that you paid for that meal, it should have been – that chef should be the the – top-of-the-line chef that graduated from his school in that restaurant. Let me give you the period. my problem with, with, with that one. And like I said, look, I, I know I'm kind of hammering on some of these restaurants, but um, the uh, my problem is I don't like a prefix menu. Okay. And here's right. why. My wife and my daughter and myself are not huge eaters. Mm-hmm. And so when we walk in and we're spending, I think it's $68 for an adult and like mm-hmm. $48 or $50 for a child – to eat a uh, to eat an ice cube and two things of macaroni and we're out, dude. Mm-hmm. Two hundred over two hundred dollars, pretty much. Yeah. Once you tip and everything, yep. that's an expensive meal, man. Mm-hmm. When you talk about you could go to California Grill and I spend that same amount of money, right? And right. have a crazy quality of food, or go to Narcoozies, or go to you know. But I can't do it inside the Magic Kingdom. That's the thing, exactly. And everybody has to eat at Beast Castle at least once. Now, Mike, this is what the question I have as to why this is such a hard ADR. Does this become this hard of an ADR if it's in Epcot? Because let's all be honest, the dining in the Magic Kingdom isn't the greatest. So mm-hmm. has this restaurant kind of monopolized the dining experience for the Magic Kingdom? Yeah, we've talked about it before. How the how the Magic Kingdom food selection isn't what it should be. It's obviously pale in comparison to a place like Epcot. I mean, you look at Epcot with the amount of choices and amount of restaurants that they have, uh, that would be seriously overlooked, you know? Uh, so I, I definitely see why it's more of a hard-to-get reservation. You know, usually if you're a if you're a one-and-done kind of park person, Magic Kingdom's where you're going to spend the majority of your time. And, you know, listen, like, like my wife, Laura, she loves Beauty and the Beast. And for her birthday, she had to have, you know, dinner there. No matter what was on the menu, that's what she wanted, and that's what we wound up doing for one of her birthday celebrations. So like you said, with with it being in Magic Kingdom, that makes it 10 times worse. I mean, listen, if that was in Epcot, it probably wouldn't even be a hard-to-get reservation. Do you remember the show um, Beauty and the Beast back years ago? Like the actual TV show? No. Oh, it was horrendous. It had the girl from... Did you ever see um, Dante's Peak? The movie Dante's Peak with um oh yeah I know the movie okay yeah the girl in that like the the female lead in that she okay. plays Belle and then there's the Beast and but it's like it takes place in like a city and it's just it's just so terrible and it's like a love story and it's like it's almost like if you put a soap opera and Beauty and the Beast together my mom loved that show. And I think the reason I scored as low on the ACT as I did is because she watched that show in the background, and I dumbed myself through the years uh, watching that horrendous show. <laughs> so right now, go to YouTube uh, if you're listening and check out Beauty and the Beast, like the actual show show, because uh, it's it's really <laughs> really bad. Um, let's uh, let's let's venture over to uh, 
to the Grand Floridian. Um, this one's an obvious one. I think it's. I think if you if you made everyone do a list, everyone's going to put this on there, uh, even if they haven't experienced it. And that's Victorian Alberts. Um, limited, limited seating. It's it's just it's look. When we talk about the highest end of dining at, at Disney and the highest and early end of dining in Central Florida. It's Victorian Alberts. You were able to experience that dining. I, unfortunately, I haven't. Jason, you didn't get it yet, have you? You were supposed to do it, and then it wound up getting canceled? Yeah, we lost it because of COVID. So we were very excited for it. It was going to be That's on right. our anniversary trip, birthday that. trip. And, yeah, we uh, we lost it. So eventually, eventually someday when they get it, um, I do know it's, it is the... Guys, I mean, can we can we say that it's probably the most coveted it is. restaurant to try to get into? 100%. I mean, the hardest because and explain why though because I didn't know and until you know you guys explained it to me and it makes complete sense. Yeah, so you you when you reserve a table, you get the table for the entire evening. There's no second seating. Um, when you arrive, you sit down and that is your table for the evening. Uh, we went with the Reagans and had a had a great dinner. Um, it was, I think we sat down at six 30 and I think we walked out there at nine 45. Um, it is a long, uh, experience. I think we ended up doing like 13 or 14 courses throughout plus the coffee service, uh, and all that. So they, this, when you talk about like Disney service, the people who work there are so well versed and so knowledgeable about what you are getting. It's unbelievable. They can tell you to the finest detail as to what's in these these different things and how to eat them and and how to experience it and what goes best with it. You know, maybe eat this before this and and try this. Um, so yeah, it, the place only has I would say maybe fifteen tables in it, if that. And you have to think that's your table for the whole evening. So they're only doing fifteen seatings, and that's. That's unbelievable, man. That's that's why it's so hard. Well, luckily, how luckily was Dr. the food? Shooter was able to enjoy it. How was the food? The food was delicious. It was delicious, and it was one of those things where Katie was adventurous. She enjoyed it. You know, it was it was a blast. It's extremely expensive. Um, you know, is it, it worth it? Is it worth it? Yeah, if you can afford it. And is it one of those? Um, Everybody, that's like saying is first class worth it if you if it's in the budget, you know, putting okay. those feet up and getting the beverages first is it's worth it, you know. Is I mean, my thing is, is is it like would it be like when I say that it's, everybody should eat at Cinderella's Castle if you're going to go to Disney, you know, multiple times, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Does this fall in that category of you need to experience yes. this in order to be a Disney completist? Yes, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, All I right. think so. And it, for me, it's like. Jay, it's a lot like doing tours for okay. me. Like, you can be a huge Disney fan and never venture out to, like, doing a tour. Or, Mike, you can be a huge Disney fan and never rent a boat for a fireworks cruise, you know, and do stuff like that. It is an experience over a, over just dinner. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's a Disney experience. You know, it's like going, when you're at Disneyland, going into Walt's apartment, you know, doing that tour. Like, you, it's something you check off your Disney bucket list. Yeah, but there is a lot of people that have never or will never have an opportunity. It was so funny. Um, Rach and I, we uh, Zoomed uh, Sarah Webner because mm -hmm. her and her husband ate there. And this was this was a while back as we were planning our trip. 
And uh, she said something about, well, it's, it's fancy. She used the word fancy, you know, and I, I, I got a kick out of that because there's a lot of people who will never experience a fancy restaurant like that where it is, this is the creme brulee of all restaurants, probably worldwide. I mean, it's five stars across the board. So, um, you know, I, I, I think this is a great opportunity for someone to maybe, you know, save up and experience it. Yes. I, but- yeah. I would say this. It's, and I hope no one ever feels this way. It can be a bit intimidating at first. Yes, hundred percent. And that was a word that was used as well. Yeah. Because when you first go in, you don't know how to <laughs> act. You know what I mean? And I've eaten at some nice restaurants. Yeah. But this one, you feel like you should be like, have you ever seen like a show where someone's pretending to be like a royal, yes. but they just aren't yeah. pulling it off at all? That's, you know, I'm kind of walking in. Mm-hmm. And then once Rick pulled out the the Dr. Justin Souter on my menu, because you get your own menu and it has your name on it. Sure. Like it broke, it broke the like, the little mm-hmm. bit of, you know, uppity that we had. And we ended up being the loudest table in that place. I mean, the poor, the poor harpist was just, I think she was having to pluck extra hard just to get her, her sound across <laughs> our table. So it was, uh, she playing the wrong music. <laughs> Should have just amped it up. She had done like Stairway to Heaven or something like that, you know, some yeah. Metallica. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, that right. would have been, been great. Before you, before you move on to the next one, price point for a, uh, a couple to go in there. I know there's like, uh, what is it, between four to $700? Yeah, we went a little overboard uh, with beverages, and we added on the Wagyu and, and did all that. I would say if you yeah. budgeted three fifty to four hundred a person, yeah, that's what I figured mm-hmm. for about a thousand bucks if you want to take for a nice evening. Yeah, maybe a little yeah, less. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Well, I mean, if you're there, you might as well get the extras, you gotta do right? A, you gotta, I mean, I mean, they you're had dropping eight hundred bucks. What's two hundred more? They had a Manhattan that had this bacon in it that was smoked and aged in like cherries and like it was just it was insanity i mean like mm-hmm. the the table side presentation is just incredible i mean it's art you're looking at art whenever you see the dishes some of the dishes you don't want to eat because you're just like what is the temperature of the ice yeah it's great <laughs> it's but they have it all figured out it better be perfect like adding in the smoke at the table for a manhattan <laughs> yeah, it's like it's crazy huh? dude that's one of those <laughs> meals you're definitely getting what you pay for all the way around Jay, so yeah I'm, coffee, I'm excited to try the it. coffee Mm-hmm. You have to order it 30 minutes before. Oh, how wonderful is that? And it, it like percolates pretty much behind you. They have this this coffee mm-hmm. they have this coffee machine that costs like $40,000. Okay. And it's Do they use that Florida tap water cuz man, I'll tell Oh, no, no, no. They bring in the specials. Yeah, no, right. They're just getting it out of Bay Lake. I would take Bay Lake off or water over the stuff out of the tap any day. Pretty, pretty much. Uh, Mike, uh, let's head over to uh, to our number five on our list of the toughest ADRs to get on Walt Disney property, and that's over at the Contemporary at Chef Mickey's. Why in the world is this so tough to get? I don't know, but what a comparison and difference between going to Victoria and Alberts <laughs> where you have fine dining to stuff your face with everything you possibly can fit on your plate. <laughs> What what two polar opposites yet still hard to get reservations? I don't know. I think because it's the because of the actual characters you're getting. Um, I think that for all of the years, I mean, since I've been a kid and I've seen the Disney commercials and people have talked about Disney, this 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 restaurant, this this area, the contemporary's been there. Chef Mickey's has been just a staple of the breakfasts, the dinners. It's something that every newbie kind of does. You know, it's mm-hmm. one of those character meals and that you have to do. I think that's the go to 
you know, one that everybody knows, and I think that's why it's a hard one to get. Are there better ones out there? Yeah, absolutely. But I just think that that's the go-to one that everybody's been familiar with since the early conception of Walt Disney World. You think it's it's because the contemporary? You think it's because everyone Partly. sees it and, you know... Yeah, I, I think the proxy. I think also, like you said, because the dining in Magic Kingdom isn't what it possibly should or could be. I think the proximity, you know, just the monorail mm-hmm. right away is obviously. Um, even just taking the monorail, I think having the draw of somebody being on a Disney vacation, you know, for a newbie who's looking at the outside in, you always think about, you know, going down to, you know, going down Main Street, looking at the castle and riding the riding the monorail. It's always. kind of hammered home in the Disney commercials. And I think that doing character meals is another thing that gets hammered home a lot when you come to doing Disney commercials and promotions. And I think that Chef Mickey's is the one that kind of, you know, sets all that off. You're near the Magic Kingdom, you take the monorail, and you get a character meal. Jay, this is the last one on our list that's a character dining. Um, Have you done a character dining? You were down for 22 days. Did you do any character Mm -hmm. dining while you were down? I have not done it since COVID. Um... We we are we've really pulled away from the character dining, and it was because the cost point just was not worth it to us first food. Because you know, for what I spent at Chef Mickey's, I could go eat at California Grill. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 hundred percent. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, no, I haven't. Uh, it it served its purpose, though, man. I mean, I'm not going to knock them because it did serve its purpose. Dude. I mean, it was great when the kids were younger. It was what a great experience. I mean, and I'll even go as far as if you're just going to Disney for the first or second time. I mean. It, it's it, it's a great experience to meet characters. It's a great introduction for families to characters. Yes. Instead of a 40-minute wait in the Magic Kingdom to see Mickey, exactly. Exactly. you now are sitting, enjoying your meal. You're going to pay it anyways. I mean, you know, you might not be paying that much. You're paying mm-hmm. a little extra. Here's what you're doing. You're buying four Fast Passes. Yes. For for five different characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, five yeah, yeah. Whatever, however yeah. amount of characters are there, that's what you're buying. You're buying yep. the ability to see them without waiting in line. Hug on them and and pictures. God, and, I can't wait for I that. Mean, you know, it, it's it's uh, I can't either because that that is a there is a lot of people in the world who need that mm-hmm. who go to Disney and this this interaction with these characters and that hug that 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 the you know that they just don't let go. Yeah, that's. I think that's walked a lot of people off the cliff, man. I really, I really do, and I think it's charged people, uh, kids, uh, autistic, um, you know, people with disabilities. I mean, this is, this is really an experience that um, that benefits uh, the whole world. And you're right. I really can't wait for that because the world's going to be a better place when that happens. It's weird, man. I've been, I've randomly throughout COVID thought about random people that I have mm-hmm. no like reason to really like them to 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 me be spending this much time thinking and because people i don't know but there was a girl who we've sailed with twice Mm -hmm. and we've seen in disneyland too and she is from japan and just randomly hold on yeah like randomly you were on the same ship together randomly and randomly you saw her at disneyland yes well, I saw her at Disneyland because we were the Panama Canal cruise she, cruise she was on. Oh, okay. So I guess yep. she did the same thing we did, went to Disneyland mm-hmm. after. But when she sails, I, I don't know if she's like maybe a YouTube person or she's like like Instagram or something like that. Okay. But she wears a different outfit for every character she meets. And like it's her and her mom. She has like all these clothes with her. And like I'm not talking like just an outfit like, oh, I kind of like cosplayed. These are over-the-top outfits. And 
it wasn't the fact that she went through so much to kind of meet these characters and to, to have that one picture. It was how excited she got for every time, mm-hmm. every single time. And I've thought about her not too long ago, and I thought, you know, obviously they travel a lot because I've ran into them, right. you know, yeah. multiple times. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I wonder how she's doing. Because, like, okay. that's, that's probably a huge part of her life is doing that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, just randomly, I thought about this girl. And it's just, I know it sounds weird, but I was just like, she can't cruise, she can't really go to Disneyland. Like, I wonder, I just wonder about that girl. So I hope to see her again sometime. Because she, she, we used to see her on the cruises, and that was part of our day, man. It was like, I wonder what she's going to be wearing tonight, you know, to, to see these mm-hmm. cool outfits that she would do and get these uh, interactions with these characters. So anyway, I know that's off the rails, but it is what it is. Uh, Mike, our next one um, is definitely... I think a favorite of, I know it's one of my favorites. Uh, Jay, I know it's one of yours. Is it one of yours, Mike? And that's one I think, if I had to pick one, take out Victoria and Alberts. If I had to pick one, I think as of the past two years, this is the hardest dining reservation to get on Disney property, um, and that's Sci-Fi Drive-In. Mike, do you enjoy this? I, it was a one and done for me. We've talked about it before. I I wasn't crazy about it. I thought it was kind of overpriced for what it was. It was one. Of, it was on one of our earlier trips. I had no desire to go back. I do know, and we've talked about it before, that the menu has changed. So I'm definitely willing to give it another shot. I mean, obviously now that it's kind of hard to uh, hard to get, but I'm surprised that they don't open this one because the. If, if you look at the seating, you're kind of separate from a lot of people. You know, you have the cars. They're kind of, uh, you know, you're not on top of everybody. I'm surprised it's not as po- I'm surprised it's not open now with all of the COVID stuff. But uh, it's it's not one of my favorite. Is it, it is open? It's now. open. Yeah, I it is there. open. Oh, is it and, open now? Yeah, oh, see, and, I have no desire to even go. But so. I will tell you this, guys. Um, when I used to rave about this restaurant, it's because they had the steaks and stuff. They got rid of. You know, I had that for a couple days um, on this last trip. And I canceled both reservations. So they got rid of the steak, the one you raved about? They got rid of my steak. And if you're going to get rid of the steak, all it was was burgers and stuff. And I thought, you know, I just, I did not want to, I got to be in the mood for a burger, man. I'm always in the mood for a New York strip. Yeah, that's me too. I have to be in the mood for a burger. And, you know, I mean, they did you wrong last time with the burger, you know? Dude, so this, why do you think, Jay, this is so hard to get? This is, this is um, almost an impossible reservation to get unless you're I, staying for longer than six days. Love the atmosphere. I love yeah, it. It's super cool. I, I do love it. And the food is not bad. It's just it's this is what I want with it, you know. So maybe maybe I'll um you know Rach Rach doesn't care for it at all. It's not her jam. But yeah, she'll Katie get it for us. Us. Yeah. And um I'm like, you know, maybe we'll just go eat at Woody's lunchbox oh, and, so good. instead. Yeah. And that's what we did. That's what we did. We just I we furloughed that and we uh we went over and did that one. Let me ask you guys. So out of the we've done we've done six now. Out of the six we've done, uh, one, two, three, four, four of them, we have rated the atmosphere better than the food. And this is a list of the hardest ADRs to get on Disney property. Do you yeah, think atmosphere the- plays that much of a role in people wanting to eat at these places? Absolutely. I mean, you, you, you're talking about eating in castles. You know what I mean? I don't care where you are on a vacation, whether you're at a, a Beaches, a Sandals, uh, a, a local theme park in your neighborhood. Uh, you know, if you go to Hershey Park over here on the East Coast, you're not going to be able to eat in a castle like you are there. You're not going to be able to have the same kind of dining experience with <laughs> characters that, you know, your kids watch, that you love, that you've grown up with. So I think that plays a huge part in that. I mean, listen, 
Bottom line is Chef Mickey's is a buffet. And it's a buffet with characters. If they didn't have the characters there, you certainly couldn't charge what you charge for those meals. Yeah, no, true. I agree. Well, I mean, look, look, they're having uh, Oscar Mayer wieners diced up in pirate coins and macaroni and cheese serving at the at the uh, Cinderella's Castle. And you know what? People are going to be lining up to eat there. 100%. Uh, I mean... Our number seven, Mike, I know you haven't experienced it yet. I hope you're going to experience it here coming up on your trip. Uh, Jay, I think you've experienced it. I don't know for certain. Um, I have a few times, and it can be a very, very tough reservation to get, and mm-hmm. that is Ogus Cantina. Uh, Jay, have yeah, you listen, you've done um, this, right? Ogles, Ogus Cantina is, uh, it, uh, like, it is one of those, no, I have never done it. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I end up always passing on it or... Or, or something. Okay. Something always comes up where we don't. I can, and I keep. I can tell you why it's so hard. Okay. One limited seating. Okay. Let me let me preface this. Limited seating, standing. You're not even guaranteed a seat. Like you're there's okay. mostly standing in the place. Um, two, it's probably one of the best themed. The kid likes his beverages when he's at Hollywood Studios, right? Mm-hmm. I. It's probably my favorite Star Wars thing. Okay. I the theming in there with the DJ and and I'm not even a huge Star Wars person. You guys know that. I had more fun. I if you guys remember the first time I ever went, I FaceTimed you guys and I was fist pumping through the through Ogas to the DJ. You know, uh Katie loved it. They had a drink okay. there made. It's like a jello shot, which you know in our house mm-hmm. is a staple. They stay here all the time. Um I I loved Ogas, man. Mike, please tell me you're doing this on your trip. So the first two trips I had a reservation booked, I've been trying since I had this book to, to get a reservation. My only hope, my only hope is that the 7th, that Friday that I'm going to be there, either a reservation opens up or I get some Disney magic and I can just kind of get in because it's for, for the 7th, it's only going to be me. So it's only one person. I have no I have no set time. I'm willing to go there anytime I possibly can. So I'm really hoping that I get a last-minute cancellation. I'm checking my phone three and four times a day to try and get in there. Uh, like I said, my previous two trips, I had a reservation for it. This trip, I don't. And I've been sure that there hasn't even been an availability. So um, I'm, I'm hoping that if I don't, that if there's no cancellation the day before or day of, that maybe I could get on a, a walk-in possibly, you know, and say, hey, listen, it's just me by myself. It's one person. Can you, can you fit me in? Um, you know, I'll be quick, even just for a quick little, you know, quick drink and go out but we'll see uh i it's it's on my must-do list it's something that i really 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 want to see but i just gotta hope that the uh cards are in my favor let me give you, you two walk in there you say good my wife is in there yeah <laughs> let me give you just two two ways to get in okay one let's throw out to the ddp family it's may 7th right may 7th you're mm-hmm. going yeah may okay 7th. may 7th if you have an ogas reservation for may 7th let me tell you something about every Disney dining reservation Ogas uh, uh, included. It's always you can always add on one more at the desk when you check in. Can't add on like four more. But you can mm-hmm. always add one more. So reach out to Mike. Two, if that doesn't work out, go over there. Go to the line because there's a line to check in. Okay, find a party of two, and you say I will buy your first round if you'll let the, if you'll add me onto your reservation when we walk up there. And I guarantee, especially if you go to a young couple, they'll go, okay. And you'll go right in. My, my third try was just to cry. Well, you could do that, too. That's, that, that might work, man. <laughs> please, that. please video with that one. Yeah. 
Oh, I'll be ha- I'll be happy to buy a couple the first drink if uh if I get Dude, it. Dude, you can always add on. I, you know how many times I've added on people? Uh, you know, we've had pe- we've met up with people randomly and and uh, add them onto reservations. That is not an issue. So, uh tell them say, "Hey, rounds on me." Uh they're not cheap drinks, but they're good. Um You know what? The, the I I love Ogas. Um I'm going to pass the next one off to uh to Mike cuz not my favorite restaurant coming up uh for the 8th, but for some reason it is super hard to get, and I think it's because of the limited dining in this park as well. Mike Tiffins. Uh, a place that I haven't eaten, and I haven't eaten there because every time I've went to make a reservation, it wasn't available. And um, usually, I try to take care of the family stuff first. It hasn't really been on the kids' radar to eat there. I know it's a little bit of a, uh, a fancier meal. Uh, they they usually like doing Yak and Yeti. That tends to be the go-to for them when we go to uh, Animal Kingdom. But um, I haven't been able to get there. I've, I've been to the Nomad Lounge. I've had a drink there, but I haven't had dinner in Tiffin's yet. Jay, you join me on this, right? I pass every time, man. Yeah, I, dude, I don't, it's I don't get it, man. It's and, just, yeah. It's just uh, my service was terrible. And I know I'm always one to, I want to eat it someplace twice to um, give it the benefit of the doubt. But when I am, dude, my meal was jacked up expensive. Because, you know, we both got the Wagyu, and, I mean, it was, I think for my family of four, we walked out of there, it was over a $450 bill. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was it was incredible. And I and so my point is, is um, that was a one and done for me, guys. I, I've had a couple drinks at Nomad. I like Nomads. But I will not eat at Tiffin's ever again because my service was, was for what I'm paying, I don't expect Victoria and Albert's um, expertise, but I, I expect that prof- that level of professionalism and courtesy as my waiter or my wait staff while you're in there, especially when you're getting ready to get uh, what an hundred dollar tip. Are you kidding me? You know what I mean? So I expect, and I didn't get it there. So uh, for those of you that love Tiffins, hey, that's great. That's awesome. I am not willing to spend that much money on a round two. The Tiffins management team can reach out to me. That's fine. But I'm telling you, this is where I stand. I'll never do it again. Well, this is, you know, the good part is you and I aren't taking up reservations for there. So that opens up a little bit for everyone wants to try it out. You know what? The first time I ate there, I didn't mind it. Katie did not like it at all. The steak was like the charred steak. Mm -hmm. She didn't like that. Um, this once again though plays into the fact of it's limited dining at Animal Kingdom and there's so many great opportunities so many great opportunities that you could go and like they could make I mean we've talked about it you know I think Mike one time you talked about like building a restaurant on the savannah you know out there imagine that like where you take a ride out and you have this beautiful now that I would pay $400 for if that was tiffins out where i had my um your african, african trek, trek lunch yeah i would i would pay for that Me if too. the service was mediocre yeah 100% and that's yep. experience you know that's the that's exactly. the ambiance of the whole thing I, for me it's just one of those things where it's just another disney restaurant and i look i i like going in there and, and seeing the you know the stuff on the walls and like, I know Joe Rody is, has a huge impact on that restaurant. Um, but I can go to nomad lounge, man, and get just a drink mm-hmm. and, and, you know, an appetizer and just kind of, yep. I can be right on the water. I can be right by Pandora. Uh, you know, I, it's just, it's awesome. I love nomad lounge. I'd love going over there. Um, but I would rather go to Yak and Yeti. I would rather go to Flame Tree. I would rather go to Pizza Safari when it's open. I would rather go to Tusker house. Um, mm-hmm. I would rather go to Rainforest Cafe. That is a huge, huge, you know, statement. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. So I, yeah. for me, I like, you know, we're always honest on here. For me, mm-hmm. I don't know why Tiffin's is so hard to get other than there's not much seating and it's the only two credit dining experience at Animal Kingdom. And so yeah. I think people honestly yeah. go, well, that's got to be the best. Oh, yeah, that's logic, right? Yeah. Right? I mean, it's logically, that's the way it should be. But it's, yeah. the hard, it's hard, man. It's hard to get it. That's for sure. That I is... think they missed the mark by not putting a restaurant, uh, uh, like an experience like that at um, Pandora. In Pandora, yeah, I agree. I agree. Overlooking overlooking Pandora. I mean, in, in, like in the, up in the tree. I mean, I really think uh, they missed the mark. Imagine if they did it in one of the floating mountains. That would have been amazing. Oh. To be able to eat in a floating mountain or on one or... Oh. Oh my goodness, it been, Mike! It would have been incredible, man. It would have been, but Tiffins, I'll I'll pass on that. But it is a hard one to get. Now the next one I will not pass on, and I don't think you two will either. Uh, this, <laughs> Never. This is an amazing experience. Uh, we tried to get this the last time we were there, and we're unable. And we were staying at this resort, and that is a reservation at Beaches and Cream. Which right now you have to have a reservation to do the kitchen sink. Mm-hmm. They no longer do the walk up for the kitchen sink. Uh, I've never done the kitchen sink. Have you guys? We did the last trip. Mike, you've yes, done too? Yes, yes, and yes. Yep. <clears throat> we did it on one of our previous trips when I took, when I stayed there, uh, and we walked up. We didn't have reservations. This was many, many moons ago, and uh, the kids love it. I have a great picture of Sammy and Sarah. It's one of my favorite Disney pictures of the two of them digging into it with the big spoons. It's and, fun, um, Mike. It's a fun... It's oh, a, it was it's great. Fun. I mean, the, you know, the lights flicker. They put the strobes on. They, they play the music when they when the, when it comes out. It's a, it's a very, very cool experience, and it's huge, and it's great for the whole family. And it wasn't even that expensive. I mean, No, it's you like know, 40 for, bucks. Yeah, for the amount of, you know, for, for a dessert for four people, you can't beat that. Uh, I, I had it for my previous two <laughs> my previous two trips. Haven't been able to secure it for this one. Okay. So I have three nights available. I'm checking every day, and I'm hoping that we get that last-minute cancellation or just something else pops up. So uh, I'm checking every day. Uh, if I can't do that, I'm not going to be so upset about that. It's not a big deal. If we can do it, that would be great. Uh, you know, the kids will enjoy it, especially if it's something late night when we're done with the parks. But, uh, but yeah, I really, really want to do it again. I'm really upset we didn't get to do it the last two trips that we had planned that had to get canceled. But, uh, you know, hopefully if, it, if, it's, if it's in the cards, it'll work out for this trip. We'll see. I kind of feel like I feel more of a 50s prime time eating there than I do at 50s prime. Okay, I can you see know, that. You know, I, I get that. You know, I get that old style, that fifties cafeteria feel. Um, the way, uh, what do we ate there? I think um, when we were at the yacht club, I, I don't know, whenever. You know, I always get it wrong, but we did eat it on that last trip. Um, but the food was good, Justin. I mean, it was it was good. I mean, it was good. Like I think burger and fries is what we got, or I got like a fried chicken sandwich or something. Nice. Um, I mean, it was the food was really nice, and the the kitchen sink was incredible. And that is a guaranteed, I'm telling you as a family, an overall experience is amazing. And that is why you are not getting in there unless you just try, try, try. That's the closest I've ever got. Really? You've never been inside Beaches and No, I can't ever get a reservation. I was staying okay. there. I've got, I'm holding the little Mickey sink, you know, right now. Okay. I've got it right here in my hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good ice cream, too. I mean, they've got a, such an array in there. Um, Rach does not like coffee. So we had them substitute the coffee for another mint, I think. Gotcha. So they pulled the coffee ice cream out. So, you know, if you don't I'll like black licorice, the last thing you want. Pills for that. <laughs> oh, it's incredible. I mean, it was so big chunks of candy and bananas and oh, it was so good. Well, when I was uh, when I was little, when I was young, I'm not little, when I was younger, where I grew up, there was a restaurant called Uncle Mo's Family Feedback. 
And they did something like the kitchen sink, but it was French fries. And it was this massive thing, and they put all kinds of stuff on top. And the waiters would come out with them on their heads and the sparklers and everything coming out. And they would deliver them to you on their heads. And they would would sing a little song. Really? Yeah. Okay. It was cool. Um, All right. right. One more left. Uh, This one I've eaten at. um, And it's, it's, it's a great, great restaurant. Uh, great experience, and uh, you know it's it's definitely a must uh, do for a Disney fan that likes good quality food. But it is so hard to get an ADR here, so hard to get, and that's Monsieur Paul's over in France, the French Pavilion over in Epcot. Um, guys, have you all experienced this? Have you all done this? Is dining? that the two credit? Two credit one? upstairs uh, from uh, uh, Le Chef's France. No, no, I've never Le Chef. I've eaten there numerous times, but Monsieur. That's Paul's a good one never. too. It is good. Yeah. Very good. And I like the I like the glass windows there, you know. Very cool, man. Yeah, I just love Epcot. Epcot is really growing on me, but she's anyways. Uh, Mike, have you done Marshall Paul Marshall Pauls yet? I haven't, not yet. Hasn't been on our radar to do. Do it with you and Laura. Like do okay. do it as an adult uh, evening out. Yep. Um, the place only probably seats maybe seventy people, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very intimate. It's very uh, nice. Uh, if you catch it at the right time. You know, you can see out the windows and and see the fireworks and, and stuff like that. Jay, it's one of those places where, and this is what I loved. We Katie was craving a cheese tray. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's a lot of times we like that as an appetizer. You know, get like a yep. cheese platter uh, with some fruit and stuff like that. And uh, we knew they did it down at Le Chef de France, and they didn't have it on the menu at Monsieur Paul's. Oh, and we okay. asked our server, and he goes, Let me, "I'll be right back." And he comes back about 15 minutes later with cheese, this beautiful spread of cheese and mm-hmm. fruits and everything. And he goes, this is compliments of the chef. He said, uh, we pulled some cheeses from downstairs, but he wanted to add a few of his own nice. um, that he thinks you would enjoy. And he actually, See, that's he actually wrote right out there. a card on do this with this, this with nice. this. It wasn't printed. He wrote it. Now, that's, that's, incredible, um, that's incredible. You know, yeah, um, this incredible. is a great restaurant, guys. For everyone listening... Try Montreal Paul's. I know it seemed when you look at the menu, it can be a little intimidating because it's in French. Um, it is. It is. Don't they know they're an American? <laughs> not there. Come We're on not. Um, it's it's delicious. It's so good. It's quality. The the steaks amazing. Uh, everything there is really really top notch. So definitely add it to your list. But the reason, I mean, look, just like Victorian Alberts, just like Ogas, just like Tiffins, uh, you know, Cinderella's Royal Table limited seating there's yep. not very many seats in that place so mm-hmm. it's definitely hard 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 to get those get those spots and look with covid even harder because now you're cut down to a quarter of what you had previously mm-hmm. so uh definitely definitely there guys uh out of the 10 um you know we, we've been through if you had to pick one what jay do you think is t- let's take let's take victoria and alberts out so let's go out of the nine um yep. out of your experience what do you think the hardest one to get Oh, I would even say even pre-COVID, post-COVID, all the way around, I think Beaches and Cream is going to be your hardest one to get in because I think that is the biggest family draw because it has such great word-of-mouth advertising on top of it. Mm-hmm. And what parent doesn't want to surprise their kid with a kitchen sink coming out to the table? Yeah. That's incredible. Yep. Mike, what about you? 
Yeah, I think the same, and also because it's a tiny place. I mean, I've been in there, and what does it have, like eight tables? You know, I think that's why the uh, walk-up was always huge to, you know, get the takeaway because it's really got limited seating. You know, anytime you have to have a a to-go counter, you know, that kind of indicates that, you know, it's a popular thing, and you really can't sit inside. So I definitely think that Peaches and Cream is probably, you know, pre-COVID and post-COVID, the probably hardest-to-get reservation. Yeah, I tell you, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, the news coming out right now is about testing the facial recognition. I mm-hmm. want to talk about that in Patreon. I just got the Newswire yeah, coming yeah. across. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it early, a little bit earlier today, yeah. All right, let's talk about that in Patreon, okay? I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I'm trying to. I'm going to derail the Patreon show here as, as and add that to that for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll tell you what. Uh, it, it, these 10 are all great, great, great places to eat. All things that you definitely want to try to uh, to do on every single vacation. So we recommend, though, if you want to do this, Look, be on, be ready, be right there at 60 days and plan for any of these 10 to be towards the end of your vacation if you want to try to get these for your next uh, next Disney trip. You know, a lot of these dinings have amazing experiences when it comes to doing, uh, you know, character meet and greets. And, you know, when you're at the table and you're having that great character meet and greet, it's a great place to take a picture. And when you take that picture, you know where you should post it? On our Facebook page. Because we have a great Facebook page with amazing pictures, and that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. Jay, what do you got for me? What's your Pick of the Week? I am going to throw some love to the uh, Altenhofen family. Uh, Michaela posted a picture of uh, her two kids uh, slamming down some milkshakes. Um... Uh, apparently, Java Jive milkshakes make Tuesday better too. Keeping it Disney and keeping it Star Wars. Um, Michaela is uh, not only a good friend of the show, supporter of the show, but she is my go-to person when it comes to Marceline and all that great stuff over there uh, with the uh, Walt Disney World Museum right there. So, Michaela, uh, from our family to yours, thank you for posting on our uh, um, in our group. We got to go visit her soon, so we can go. We go. Yes, we do. I know. I know. I think she's buying us steak dinners and drinks all night. I think she <laughs> I said am that. down. Let's go tomorrow, man. After <laughs> all this food talk, I'm ready. This is good. We just lost. A, we just lost a viewer. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, what do you got for me? Uh, I'm going to go with somebody in the parks right now. Dana Frappier. Um, she says, "Love the book, Jason. Perfect read on my Disney trip with Spaceship Earth in the background of Pabble the Rightful King." By, by wasn't that cool? Oh, so cool! Oh dude. my gosh, dude! I saw that. I was like, "How awesome is that for her to take in the, the parks, time man. to yeah. in the parks?" That's that was that was very very surreal for me. So thank you, Dana. I appreciate it. I tell you what, man, that's that's awesome. And right now, while you're doing this, pick up your phone and scroll down underneath this uh, this show and click that link and get your copy right now. Have, that way, you can have it to your house in as little as two days on Amazon. Uh, it's a great read. You have to add it to your Disney library. So go right now, click that, get Pavel, the Rightful King, and add it to your Disney library today because it is awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Mike? I appreciate that. My pick of the week is going to go to Katie Brenning. And Katie Brenning was down in the parks enjoying all things in Epcot. He's got some great food, got some great beverages. Uh, very, very cool. Some amazing pictures on that trip. Just, after, just headed back home after five days in the happy place. No kids, adult trip. Look like a heck of a lot of fun so katie you have my pick of the week her and hubby nailed it man they had some great pictures what a fun time that was love it man uh, i do ha- i do have an honorable but i wouldn't say an honorable mention it's something i definitely want to bring attention yeah. to when i want to talk about it in the uh 
uh, this week Michael Henderson posted about it. Some Gavin was going yes. through some surgery, yeah, yeah, sure. and I want to, yep. uh, I want to say to everybody, you know, what a great family we have here who reached out and t- spoke to him, and uh, you know, we we're obviously we're very concerned. Hopefully, Gavin's doing good, and, and uh, the report from his dad says that he that he's been doing better and he's coming home, and the surgery went well. So. Just so you guys know, your Disney family here is here with you. Uh, you know, Gavin, you know, heads up to you. I know you're a trooper, and uh, I'm, I'm glad you're trying to get through this now. And, uh, you know, I'm glad we're here for the support yet. I'm, and I'm glad your dad posted that so we could be here for you as well. 100%, 100% Gavin. Yeah. 100% Gavin. Yep. We got your back, buddy. We are here you thinking bet. about you. Um, Disney family, look, if you want to be a part of this amazing group of people, uh, go right now. Go to Disney Dads Podcast Family on Facebook. Make sure to join there. Um, so much great conversation, great pictures, all positive, all motivating. Uh, you can check out all of our stuff at DisneyDadsPodcast.com. There's the email, uh, not only for the show, DisneyDadsPodcast at gmail.com, but also our personal emails, Mike, Jay, and myself, but also Joe and Dave uh, are over there. So make sure to go over if you want to reach out to us individually. Uh, you can do that. Uh, something we haven't done in a while is put our phone number out there. Give us a call, 617 617- 939-3237-617-WDW-DADS. Uh, leave a message, send us a text, interact with us. Uh, let us know maybe what you want to hear on a show or tell us a story. We'd love to put you on uh, at the end of an episode if you'd like to uh, to be a part. Um, there are so many great opportunities to be a part of this Disney family. Uh, we absolutely love it. Um, of course, I mentioned before, go over and check out Jay uh, over uh, with his new book, Pabble, The Rightful King. Uh, absolutely. With Pavel, the Rifle King, you can scroll down right now. You can click that link, and you can get your copy right there. And as we talked about these 10 restaurants and how hard it is to do dining, uh, you, of course, can sleep in, not have to worry about it. You can reach out to me, Justin, at Away With Me Travel, and we'll take care of everything for you. You stay in bed. We'll take care of the dining. We'll take care of the hassle. All you do is show up and enjoy the magic. Justin, at Away With Me Travel uh, for those great deals going on for your Disney vacations. Uh, I tell you what, fellas, there's been some amazing things happen, but uh, we have to thank our patron the most. Uh, Our patron make this to where we do not do commercials. We don't take commercials Mm -hmm. uh, from outside. We get stuff every week uh, from companies saying that they would like to sponsor us. (laughs) Um, A lot. Yeah, but we do... We 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 do not take those, and it's because of our patron. Yeah. Uh, we thank you guys right. every day, and for as little as two dollars a month, you can be a part of the patron family. If you scroll down, there's a link right there. Uh, you can click it. You get access not only to the uh, Facebook page, to the extra part of the show, to extra shows, extra content that goes out just for that patron group, uh, to our hangouts. A lot of times we do stuff uh, on there with game shows. Uh, we have an adult Zoom coming up. Uh, we are scheduling that. I promise, patron family. Uh, but we also do giveaways. And Mike, I tell you what, man, we have an amazing giveaway this past week for our patron family. Tell us about it. Tell us how it worked out because this is something I think all of the Disney S family would love to have in their living room. Yeah, you know, uh, Scott Smith from a company called G- uh, Gadgets to Gizmos, and we're going to give, give all of Scott's information. Uh, Scott makes these amazing, super cool, because we're going to post the pictures of them in the group, uh, Magic Band Scanners. I'm sure you've seen them on some other websites before and some of the other Disney pages, but it's a desktop Magic, back, magic Band Scanner that works with your Magic Bands or an RFID card if you don't have it, and it works exactly like the Fast Passes stuff do in the parks. You put the Magic Band on there, 
the light goes on and it gives you those chimes and those bells. Same thing when you walk into the park, it gives you that you know that that ding ding noise or the welcome home. Uh, it, it's it's illuminated. It's beautiful. It's such good quality. So Scott wanted to uh, give one of those away to one of our Disney families. So we decided to have a contest for our Patreon members. Uh, you know they support our show a lot, so we wanted to show them a little bit of love. So we had a little contest going on this past week, and we asked our Patreon members uh, what's some useless trivia about the Disney dads, and everyone got an extra chance to win. And it was a really really cool giveaway. We got to really interact with the Disney Patreon group. Uh, Scott is going to uh, have them available if you guys want to buy. And Scott was also generous that if you buy through him through his Etsy page, we're going to give you the link. And if you use the code Disney Dads Ten, he will give you a ten percent discount on buying one of these scanners. So um, you're going to see the pictures. You're going to see a little video on how it works in the group. And uh, if you want to get on these giveaways, you got to join our Patreon group. That's one of the things we do over there. And uh, I had a blast with them. And uh, Lara Fee, one of our one of our our Patreon members, was the was the contest winner. Uh, Sarah picked it out on the prize wheel, and we had a good time. So I'm glad everybody had a good time doing that. And uh, great prize to give away. Dude, that, I wanted to keep it so bad. Even Katie. <laughs> you know, Katie Katie never gets in on stuff, and Katie was even like, all right, can I enter? I'm like, no, you don't get to enter. You're family. You know? And she's like, oh, come on. Mike, you didn't send him his? <laughs> I sent you two, remember? <laughs> oh. I got one on each side right now. Ding, ding. Yeah, I can hear my, my daughter's iPad going up downstairs with the Queen of Mean song going on, you know, from Descendants. You know, it's, yeah. that's her ringtone or whatever. Um, well, I'll tell you what, guys. Always good to talk Disney with you all. Always good to see you. Uh, it's Tuesday night, um, and I, I really enjoy spending time with you all. Uh, let's head over to Patreon. I know we're going to talk about the new facial recognition. We're also going to talk some WandaVision over that way. So uh, mm, we'll head over yeah. there. Um, Disney Dad's patron family – Disney, that's family. It's been uh, awesome, awesome to talk to you. Ba- Jay, before we head over, closing words? I, I, yeah, I know. I don't want to close words. I, before I, I, I want to mention something here, I, I need to know because parks are getting heavier and stuff. Um, when, when, is it, when is it good to start planning the next trip with you? I mean, we don't talk about that. I mean, you're just, you're just like, you know, hey, get a hold of me. And But honestly, I mean, because you and I talk, I mean, people, uh, I, I want you to uh, keep you busy here. So, I mean, but my point is, is when is a good time for you to start planning these trips? You know, when is it a good time for you to call you and, and get this stuff going? The earlier, the better. I mean, I better. think that's a legitimate question, yeah, right? The earlier, the better. I mean, this is one of those things where the earlier we can start planning, the more availability is open. You know, prices are always better. Um, we can always, always, always find things you want. The, or if, if we start earlier, uh, if we get in within those sixty day range, it gets a little tougher. I mean, we still work, try to work our magic. We still try to get those ADRs. We still try to find those reservations you want. But if you're thinking about maybe going later this summer, or if you're thinking about going this fall, uh, I highly expect Mickey's uh, not so scary to be back this fall. Um, so if you're wanting to take part in that, reach out. Here's what most people don't know, Jay, is it costs you nothing to use a Disney travel agent. And especially after COVID, it's great to have someone who has your back. So instead of you waiting on hold for an hour while you're in the parks, right. if something changes, right. we take care of it. Um, and not only that, you are paying for a Disney travel agent every time you book a Disney vacation on your own. So instead of Disney takes that money and puts it right in their own, their own pocket. So instead of helping a you know billion, billion dollar company, you are helping someone uh small business you know with, with a little bit there so we we absolutely love our clients we love helping people plan disney vacations and if you uh are someone who enjoys the planning process then 
you can do as much as you want. I think a lot of people think if we get a travel agent, we you know turn over all of the all, all of the 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 planning to them. You can, but you can also do as much planning as you want. But you're helping a small business. You have someone who has your back, and it absolutely costs you nothing extra. You're going to pay the same price that you would pay as if you booked it on your own. So use it even if you don't use me. Use a Disney travel agent, guys. Uh, this past year has been really tough on the travel industry. Use a travel agent. So find someone locally, uh, whoever you're using, but use a travel agent. Listen, coffee, Zoom with Justin, sit down with the family. Justin's got a pretty face. You need Dude, to Zoom I, with him. I, I Zoom with Disney. every client. Every client. It's awesome. I, that's the yep. only way to do it. I, I, in fact, I, 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 I kind of want to go to Disney just to Zoom with you again, you know? So... <laughs> You're but anyways, I needed to, I needed while, to bring that out because you did not mention that. You kind of just glossed over it, and I need to give credit where credit's due because you are the man when it comes to the travel agency. And uh, listen, I'm, uh, it, it needed to happen. It needed to be said, and we're going to say more because Disney's getting more and more crowded. People are ready to go. And guys, you're listening to the show. It's time for you guys to uh, start getting a Disney bug and, and maybe start planning a trip to get down there as well. So that's all I got to say about that. Thanks, brother. Mike, closing words? Yeah, listen, I had a great time talking about some of the dining places, some of the places that I've got to experience, some of the places that I have yet to experience, some of the places that I hope to experience coming up soon. Uh, it's always a pleasure doing with you know doing this with you guys, and uh, I'm looking forward to talking some Patreon stuff tonight. Yeah, dude, let's head over to the Patreon side. Disney Dots family, have an amazing week. Spread some Disney cheer, and until next time, we'll see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Have a good night. From Mike... Justin and myself, we want to say thank you, and remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us, and when we're brave enough to listen, and bold enough to pursue, That dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin, let the wonder... And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.